He loves to have fun when he welcomes you to his world. Him being me. Welcome to my world. I'm Nick. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. And I'm just popping my collar today. I'm not there. I do have a collar somewhere under what I'm wearing, but frankly, it doesn't really feel like it. But what I do like, and talk to me if this is a good look, stylistically, I like to get a little short sleeve collared shirt, put a sweater over it, put the little collar tops so they peek out of the sweater. Well, it's a good look, right? It's collegiate. I, I didn't last long at college. I think about that a lot. I feel like if I had a college degree, I wouldn't even need confidence. You know, like you'd be getting the job interview at the medical school. You want to work at the medical school. Uh, and, and they're like interviewing you and you're blowing it. But in their head, they're thinking, well, he's got a college degree. He's hired. Doesn't matter what you do. Uh, you know, that's why Biden won. That's why every politician gets elected. College degree. If somebody knows a politician who has no college degree or even better, no high school education, sign me up to their newsletter. And if you're not on my newsletter, sign up to that. Tinyletter.com slash Nick Flanagan. Hi, I'm Nick. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. Titular host is me. I'm here hunched over the microphone in a teenager's bedroom at the house where I take care of two, now three, dogs. And I can't get too into the dog talk because people get sick of it. People don't want it. People, I get lots of emails. Write me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y. I get lots of emails. Ugh! Stop it with the dogs already. And to those people, I say, are you sick? You don't like dogs? Who even are you? Who even are you? Honestly, tell me, who are you? Because I'm going to write you a letter. I'm going to mail it to you. Express. So I'm going to spend a lot of money on mailing you this letter. I'm going to pay the highest price so it gets to you immediately. I could email you. I want it physical. And I'm, that email will just say, screw you! Because I'm going to talk about dogs as much as I want to. Which today is not very much. But just let it be known that just because I'm doing it today, that does not mean I'm afraid to talk about dogs because they're my life right now. That's it. I actually went for a walk with my mom the other day. But guess who was with us? The dogs. So they're still part of the story. And there's no story. The story is that I went for a walk with my mom in a fancy neighborhood. This neighborhood near here, Babby Point. Spelled baby. Pronounced Babby. Apparently, it's named after a slaver. It's a problem we face in Ontario. Just name anything after anybody. 
There's plus there's pros and cons to that though, because we have a Sandra Shamus uh Ali, former guest, the great comedian, Sandra Shamus. And uh just down the street from my mom's place, there's a place called Morning Cloak Alley. And that is M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Charlie. One of these dogs just scrambled over here like a fool. Oh, boy. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's the beginning of the week. And do you treat Mondays like days off? Because for me, sometimes I do things like work-wise on weekends, and then the Monday I'm just like, whoo! It's time for the equivalent of Sunday errands, which was what I went up, got up to today. Stepped out of the house... It immediately was freezing. It's been beautiful the last few days. It was terrible and cold today. And I walked down to the main drag. And I looked at all the people. And this area I'm in, it's like one of those areas. It's in a big city, but it's kind of like small towny, you know? Like it's suspicious how many independent businesses have thrived there for years. Like good for them. But uh, let's just say you're not finding that many book cities around the rest of town. I guess it is a franchise book city, but it's uh, it's like an independent franchise. Book city. Cool city. Controversial reading choices are not allowed. In my view, you can't read Harry Potter anymore. But there's a reason for that. It's for kids. You're an adult. It's for kids. You're an adult. When you go to Big City, I want you to pick something mature. I want you to live your life, not the life of the child inside. You don't have to get married. You don't have to identify as something that you don't want to be. But I draw the line at adults reading children's books. And then I remembered the soap is still on. That's a little song for you guys. Um... I'm not really sure I support all of the things I said in that <laughs> that last that song. I just kind of threw it threw it out there. Also, the stove is not on. I just kind of said that for dramatic effect. It, I thought it would be a good way to get out of to to finish the song. Oh, I have to go. The stove it's on. Stove's not on. Dogs are downstairs. Candles are not on. Dogs are safe. There's no toxic food on the floor. The dogs are safe. For now, 
I think that it's fine to read children's books. But, you know, don't fetishize them. Look, I read... I read all the all the stuff I read when I was 12 like you could hand to me now and I'd probably read it through, over the course of a night. I mean on Danko Jones on our podcast, on his podcast, we uh interviewed Gordon Corman, this amazing kids writer who wrote all these like great books set in uh Canada most of the time and about be like sort of high school and middle school aged teen boy, uh, boys and I was like so into it and I would read them all now actually the house I'm in has some Gordon Corman books so maybe that's going to be my reading today I'm trying to podcast I got an acting job booked a small acting part hey isn't that great do I remember how to act this is always something I face <laughs> When I'm on set, it's just like, okay, here I am. Let's do this. Will I blow it? And then I don't. But then I'm like, did I make them take too many, do too many takes? Is that what directors do at the end of the day? They just go home and they're like, God, I wish I didn't have to do so many takes with that one guy who had no lines. He really took a lot of coaxing. Or perhaps they just go home and they're like, he did great, you know? We needed to do those takes to get him in the zone. And then the line, the no-line, beautiful beard glasses man did... He killed it. That's what they say in the business. He killed it. So, yeah, that's exciting. You know, you don't always get these parts. Hopefully I get more. Come on! I'm great! Thanks to anybody who went to uh, the, watch the in the green or the avail yourself show last night. I had a great time. Did my Zoom comedy once a month. I get back to doing Zoom comedy, and I was really feeling it yesterday that I I didn't get to do it the month before, and I was like, well, I'm probably pretty rusty. I mean, I haven't done like a Zoom show in two months, months, much less a live comedy show. I'm just dying to do one, but. That first one is going to be weird. You know? Really wondering what it'll be like. Really wondering how many new jokes I'll have. Because I wouldn't say it's been a creatively stagnant time. Obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that my brain has just been flowing ideas out there into the ether. I mean, gosh, I'm making songs. We are all in the midst of something very difficult. But it's going to be okay. I'm kind of far away from the mic when I do that. So hopefully, hopefully you get over it. Hopefully I get over it. Charlie. One dog is on my lap. Charlie's on my lap and it's just going to be this way. You want to go over here? I'm just going to sit down over there. Good boy. Um, he is an Italian greyhound. He is staring directly at me. His eyes are milky white. 
He is 17 years old. There you go. I'm talking about dogs. Can't help it. Can't help it. Um, yeah, have you seen Can't Get You Out of My Head, the Adam Curtis documentary? I've watched about four of those. I, if you have watched it, I would love to know what you think. Weeklypodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up. Music's great. Vibe is great. I'm learning fun new facts. No idea if he's telling what's, you know, if he's got all the facts straight. It's very much almost about the emotional um, elements of political change. It's really interesting. Um, if you've seen Hypernormalization, his, uh, one of his other movies, uh, you know, this is definitely in that vein. And if you haven't seen Hypernormalization, I suggest you do. It's 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 very interesting. It was very 2016. That's when I watched it. Someone uh, told me, check out this crazy movie. And I did. And it was crazy. So, yeah, Adam Curtis, interesting British filmmaker. Watch that stuff. I also am one hour into JFK, which feels like a fun companion piece with Can't Get You Out of My Head because there is a JFK, Lee Harvey Oswald element to that documentary. JFK is insane. I watched Any Given Sunday, the other another Oliver Stone movie like a month ago. And um, Oliver Stone is, he's like the Russ Meyer of clunky, ham-fisted, insanely edited political takes. Like, he is so gung-ho in what he's doing that I cannot look away, even though it's kind of gross and disgusting, most of the things he makes. No offense, Oliver Stone. And on his uh, DVD commentaries, he always takes this very professorial tone, and he talks about some of the things that went into the uh, shots he framed in, uh, in this particular scene, and some of the lighting that he used and perhaps uh, the homages that took place like he is ridiculous he is both an art school teacher style type or a, like a film teacher type and a the worst film student you know like makes like the worst student film you ever watched Oliver Stone complicated but JFK amazing his casting always incredible and, like, JFK is amazing, but only because the casting is, is so fun. It's like watching a mad, 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 mad world or something. Like, you don't know who's going to come do a cameo and who's going to claim that, you know, J. Edgar Hoover and uh, Al Capone conspired with um, Haile Selassie to take down John fucking Kennedy. I'm still napping a lot. Took two today. Also meditated. My favorite move is a meditation, a 20-minute meditation that seamlessly turns into a nap. Now, what you do, a lot of people say, Nick, how do you do that? How do you manage to stay in the meditation and then go immediately into the nap? Well, let me tell you. Uh, there's this really good invention. It's called alarms. I would love to learn about... Um, Alarms that existed before electricity and clocks. That would be interesting to me. Um, there's this thing invented called uh, alarms. And I have uh, one of these, uh, you talk to a box and it plays music or it tells you, you know, set the ring. So you say, set alarm, 
you say, set alarm for 20 minutes from now. And then you meditate. And then when that alarm goes off, you go, stop. And then you go, set alarm for 20 minutes from now. And then that new 20-minute alarm, that's the nap. little light bicycle horn for you there. It's a light bicycle horn. That's about what I've got today. Just having a little fun with you this Monday. Monday, fun day. Monday, fun day. Monday, fun day. But you're probably going to be hearing this on a Tuesday because I'm recording this almost at 10 p.m. Which, I, I haven't had dinner. I'm going to make dinner. Dinner make you thinner. <laughs> I wish dinner made me thinner. My shopping trip today was insane. Lots of time spent at Bulk Barn. If you're not Canadian, Bulk Barn is a wonder. <laughs> I don't know if it's wonderful. Is like the bulk part of a health food store, but what if you turned it into like a sort of crummy supermarket? And uh, it feels like it's tied in with this chain called Loblaws, but I looked it into, into it today. If it is indeed tied into Loblaws, it's, they only own less than... 10 or 5 percent or something so maybe it's a slightly independent business so so then i don't feel as bad but man cheese crunch it's corn chips caramel corn i went bonkers sesame seed treats i just can't help myself i'm snacking like a madman i'm well i'm wa- <laughs> i'm whacking as well and Get your head out of the gutter. I am walking. I just pronounced it whacking earlier, but I'm walking. And uh, hopefully that makes me work off some of these disgusting but delicious snacks. You're all a bunch of snacks. I'm proud of you. You're doing well. We're uh, how? Here's my question. What has profound... I already asked you a question earlier. I don't even remember what it was. Or if you saw... Here are my two questions. If you saw can't get me out of can't get you out of my head, let me know what you think. And secondly, I'm get deadly serious for a moment. I would love to know. Have you changed? What has have you experienced a profound emotional change during the pandemic? And if so, what is it? Have you experienced a profound emotional change during the pandemic? And if so, what is it? Let me know. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. That's weekly podcast at gmail.com. You're all great. Talk to you soon.